Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. Uh, I am Ray Rodriguez and uh, you're at Hotel Moment. Uh, so, as many of you know, my background is in hospitality, did it for just over a decade before uh, transitioning to a new role. Uh, today, I'm joined by Jana Usher, and uh, you would like to introduce yourself? Hi, good morning. Nice to, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm so pleased to be here. Hi. Hi there. So, well, tell us a bit about yourself. Tell us a bit about your company and uh, what your team does there. Sure. So um, I was born and raised in Germany. I was born into a true hospitality family. My dad was a chef in Berlin. My mom was a manager of a fairly bigger housekeeping team at a medium sized hotel. Um, you know, I, I was basically born into this and I really didn't much have a big of a choice of what I want to do with my life because I was exposed from a very young age, either at the hotel or at the restaurant. So I kind of grew up with the environment of fast paced and, you know, uh, multitasking and fast running and people talking and <laughs> all of that and, and many different cultures and many different languages. So I was instantly drawn to this. And um, yeah, my company is called ZD Hospitality. It was born in the late 2017. Um, basically, what I do on my own with my company, I've done for years and years, almost over 22 years for people that I worked for together and collaborated with. And at one point, I just decided I want to do this by myself because I want to have a bigger impact on the world of hospitality. And I thought that if I go out there on my own and I share whatever it is that I know, um, I could maybe have the chance of have a bigger impact on to people's businesses and people's journeys in hospitality. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So and from my uh, bit of learnings, of course, for ZD Hospitality, you guys are focused on training and development. Is that mm -hmm. correct? That's correct. So our main focus is really to um, educate and train staff, hospitality staff in how to properly give, you know, elite good service. And because I'm from Europe, obviously, my flair is all European. So I try to yeah. incorporate the flair and incorporate the, the, you know, the European style of service a lot in my in my business. And really, when it comes down to it, we're training front and back of the house staff to really understand what it means, how to approach guests and how to interact with them at the table or at check-ins, at the pool, at the concierge. So basically, we focus on helping every staff member to understand, you know, how to carry plates, how to take plates away from guests, how to mm -hmm. properly put a tablecloth on the table, how to remove that, how to mark a table, how to open a wine bottle, how to pour that wine bottle, product knowledge in general, body language, complaints, like that's all stuff that is imperative to understand how to, you know, go about. But a lot of times, uh, you know, staff members don't get the opportunity to really have good training or even go to school for this. Mm -hmm. So that's where me and my company just jump in and just kind of like help out, you know, just really help out to set boundaries and good standards and training methods that then can be implemented further and further on for every new team member entering this, the team. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and the guest experience is always a priority, whether it's branded, independent, that's always been a, a huge priority, especially nowadays with everything going on. That guest experience okay. is top notch. You know, it's what's going to set you apart from the, you know, the next property down the street. Um, but Absolutely. I guess really to start off, I, I think my first great question is, what's the uh, biggest differences you've noticed from your time when you were in Europe to coming over to the States um, and how hospitality is? Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, the biggest thing that I really noticed is just attentiveness in general, mm -hmm. like just being attentive and being detail oriented. To me, that's that's very big. I mean, I'm from a country that is very 
you know, strict and very on two, three, and you know, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, you know, when I came to the states, it, it, it was almost like a little bit more lenient and a little bit more relaxed and a little bit more, you know, like, oh, it's, it's okay, we will get there. It doesn't have to be right now, and you know, and I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying that that's what I noticed to me personally. What mm-hmm. one of the big differences was. And um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, in general, it's really the attentiveness of staff towards guests, you know, or it's it's the small details that to me really make a big difference. Definitely, definitely. Well, and that is exactly it. That's really going to be the key to the experience, right? Is, is those details, we're going to notice when someone misses a detail more than Mm -hmm. uh, anything else. So definitely hitting those strides and hitting those right steps are very important. So Right. Um, I, I do have to ask. So on your end, uh, your background, you have uh, been on both sides of the world or sorry, both sides of the mm-hmm. country as well. So both uh, over in Florida as well as uh, look like British Columbia uh, as well. So I have to ask which coast is better, West Coast or Best Coast or East Coast? And you know that it's it's hard to answer that because um, it depends what you after, to be honest with you. You know, it depends what you after in your personal life. Is it the weather? You know, I would say maybe California. Is it maybe the laid backness? I maybe say Florida. <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> it, it it really depends what you after personally. But when we just strictly talk business, um, it's it's it really comes down to people, in my opinion, really wanting to do an excellent job and really wanting to give their all. But unfortunately, yeah. they don't get the opportunity of the training that is needed to execute. And that's just where I feel a little bit of a gap can be filled because a lot of times we think, oh, it's the waiter's fault. Oh, it's the hostess fault. And oh, it's the, but really sometimes, or a lot of times it's the head of the team, right? And even them, it's not their Mm -hmm. fault if they're not being taught and taught or if they don't have enough education because Mm -hmm. hospitality is so big and is so broad and it's so many standards and every hotel and every restaurant has their own little rules and you know you can just go by you know sometimes you you work at this place and you think like oh I'm going to do exactly what I've been told in this place I'm going to do it over here and then over here it's like we never do that you know like that's that's a no no don't ever do that so it really you know it really depends there's no better there's no worse there's just if people are willing wanting to learn they will be teached that's just really what it comes down to. And if you just go to your job because you need the paycheck and you really don't care about it, then you're going to do that type of mediocre job. And if that's, again, enough to you, if that fulfills you in here, I, I mean, you know, then it's your owner is responsibility to either keep you in the team or to kind of find somebody else. It, it, well, it depends yeah. what, what the goal is of the owner. <laughs> well, I would say, but to that point too, for your end, um, it, a part mm-hmm. of it too is that training. Training is what inspires us. Um, you know, my again, right. as I share my background being in hospitality, um, a lot of it was uh, brand orientated. So uh, whether it was with Hyatt hotels, um, right. Hilton, Marriott, I, I really kind of you know had different experiences. To your point, everybody does things a little bit differently. Right. Um, but the biggest thing you can pull away from it is those trainings can inspire, um, and that's what's going to get you going. And that's one of the biggest things. So. Um, and that starts whether it's at the line level or to the upper management level. You know, you, you want right. a environment and a training atmosphere that really helps you grow as a person and grow as a team member and um, develop that. Tell me a little bit about your program and how you guys do that. You know, we really focus a lot on motivating. Like we all about mm-hmm. motivating. We're all about, you know, polishing the raw diamonds. That's what I like to call it. Because fundamentally, yeah. we all are real raw diamonds. Mm-hmm. And we all we need is just a little 
a little, you know, a little polish, a little yeah. somebody that, that just grabs us and, and tells us, you know, points out stuff to us that we do do good, that we are, you know, it's, imp it's imperative to notice, even if this is small things, but if we notice those and we build on those, we can accomplish so big things. And the way I like to kind of like go about my trainings is really brainstorm together. Like I, I'm all about incorporating everybody together let's mm -hmm. speak you know let the dishwasher speak his mind let the wait you know let the waitress speak her mind let the hostess let let's collaborate all of those beautiful ideas because we the people that work this floor fundamentally we should come up with our own solutions what suits us the best at our job it's really not so much about the owner telling us this this and this even though it's good to have an owner that is structured and has boundaries and has, you know, standards, but it's imperative to listen to our staff because they're the ones working every day in this environment. If they don't have great tools, you know, good trays to work on where they can carry their plates, good wine keys to open an expensive bottle of wines, great yeah. silverware, enough spoons for espresso, enough silverware, enough plates, enough anything, you know, polishing racks for glasses, little details, it's going to make their job harder. For and sure, that's yeah. where that, that's, I think it plays a big role of letting your staff really speak to you too. So I always go about the first thing I always do, I always have a staff meeting with everybody at first, the minute I arrive there, it's, Okay, owners. Okay, managers. Bye. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. it's going to be me and the staff because I need to find out really what is going on, what is driving them, what is holding them back, where mm -hmm. are their fears? Is it personal? Is it because of the business? Is it because of the environment? Is it because of other team members? Is it because of the manager? You see, there's so many underlying things that yep. coaches are sometimes overlooking. It's not just me coming in and teaching you what I know. No, it's me allowing you to tell me, really, what can, how would it be suitable for you? I mean, of course, I cannot incorporate in unrealistic, <laughs> you course, know, but... unrealistic things. <laughs> but of course, you know, and then I find out many things. Oh, we never have staff meetings. Oh, mm -hmm. we, we never say this. Oh, we never say that. Oh, that never br this brought to our attention or anything. So th those well, are and... things that. Well, I would say, yeah, so that's yeah, exactly what you said is it's starting that off. It's mm -hmm. getting that conversation for the team because you need to, you know, create that collaborative environment. You got to right. be able to identify what the challenge is, you know, to your point, is it the FF&E? Do we need to get more um, items in to, to help support the staff that way? Or is it a collaboration area where they don't feel like right. they're connected enough as a team? Things like that. So definitely it's huge, huge piece of it. Um, what are the trends you're hearing nowadays? Like, what are you hearing from, you know, front office, back office, uh, back of house teams uh, about the, um, maybe the top two challenges each, each side is facing. Mm -hmm. So right now, currently, I think like the biggest challenge for everybody is just to find staff in general. Mm -hmm. That's a huge, that's very big right now. And then the other thing what is very big is especially if there's multiple managers involved or multiple investors, multiple owners that play a role on daily basis, operating mm -hmm. basis. I hear a lot that people are very unclear on what is really how they want us to do things. Because one person is saying it this way and the other person is saying that way. And then you have team members that have been in the establishment for a longer time and they feel somewhat entitled, you know, that's, yeah. that's my space. I've been here since so long and I know how this works and that's fine. That's beautiful. If you have people like that, that really know the business from beginning to the end, but 
without our newbies, without our juniors, without our people that come and go, this would not work. So we kind of have to enhance everybody's knowledge and everybody's ability to kind of like create something that suits for everybody. Because we got to remember, our staff is more in our on our floors than with their own families. Yeah. So when okay. we have staff on our floors, we got to treat them. We got to respect them. We have to acknowledge them. We have to really make sure that they're being heard and their needs are being met. And like I said, there is realistic and unrealistic things, but good coaches and good, you know, people that really have a good solid idea about how hospitality should work, they will help you figure that out. You know, whose role is what? What, what, what job duty is from who? And when do we interfere? And when do we collaborate? When do we get yep. together as a team? When do we pull back and let somebody else do their own job? You see, it's, it's a fine line of just differentiating when to come together like this and when to let everybody go so they can evolve and be mm, what yep. they were created to be on the floor, right? Oh, for sure. Well, it's always a balance between, um, yeah. I mean, the, the word being micromanaged is the ones typically thrown around, but it, it's, you know, how close do you handhold to help uh, move the team along versus to what right. level is it you just let them run with it? Um, so yeah, to your point, and you're filling in a, uh, you know, a gap there. I was in a conference recently where the conversation amongst the industry leaders there was about how so much of the senior and experienced staff in hospitality have left the industry. Um, so now mm -hmm. we, you know, to your point, we're bringing in these this, these new folks that are coming in, this new um, environment that they're into. They don't know how to handle certain situations or how um, right. to overcome, you know, a, a certain challenge on the property where it's something silly that's uh, maybe the uh, refrigerator you have to close it a little harder next time in order to get the you know the seal to work correctly, something like that. That someone that's mm -hmm. been at the property for a long time knows. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, it's uh, one of those areas that now you're filling in that gap when it comes to the service. It fills into how you can help them be better, be more efficient. So, um, how has that been um, going so far? Been received by the teams? Are they excited to welcome an experience like this? Is it usually having to um, little standoffish? How does that go for you? Um, I would say majority of time they're very receptive because one thing that they really understand from the very beginning working with us is, is that we're not trying to change anything. We're not trying to change them. We're not trying to take anybody's job away. We're just here to enhance and help you to actually make more money for yourself, <laughs> you know, because that's fundamentally what it is because of the trainings that we provide when you implement the trainings that we're trying to teach you, you fundamentally will make more tips for yourself. And then if you do that, you automatically pump up the revenue from the owner that you work for. So basically, everybody is, is, is happy to be receptive of what it is that they can just do better to accomplish more. Right. And of yep. course, you have here and there some staff members that are a little bit standoffish and they kind of like look at you like hmm, whatever you tell me I already knew I've been in this industry for yeah. so and so long. <laughs> and that's great because those are my those are what I call my real diamonds, because I can take that and help them to understand yeah. that you even have a higher you have you are so advanced from everybody else because you have this knowledge. But instead of keeping it all to you, just share because listen. If you work in a team and you help somebody else to succeed, I promise you stuff will come back to you in a good way. I promise. Definitely. You know, it goes there's, full there's, circle. Mm -hmm. It goes first circle. And there's, there's enough for everybody. You know, there's really enough. And so generally when people really see what we are about and really just trying to help them to give proper service, you know, like proper, proper service yeah. that guests fundamentally will appreciate. 
you know, they, they, they see that. And once they try it out, it's they're full in. They're like, wow, I did that. I just said the one sentence you told me to say, you know, I just, yeah. I approached the situation the same way that we talked about in the trainings or in the seminar and it worked. And oh my God, I made like, you know, double tips this evening. And it's like, yeah, that's, this is what this is about. You know? Right. Yeah. It's, and, that's, and the it's, excitement. that's the excitement yeah. where it comes from is when you yeah. actually get those moments where you can grasp something like that, put it to practice and actually see their, you know, the return on it. I know from my background when right. um, it, being in sales, you know, I had uh, did it for, I think six years at the time when I had this training, I took a training. I was like, Oh yeah. And you kind of know this. I've done this long enough. Uh, we took bits and pieces from it and it was uh, some refreshers, some reminders put into place. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like now this makes sense again. Now I'm remembering things that I have known right. for a long time, but to your point, it was put that polish back on it. It's remembering, reminding right. of those things. Right. And you see, it's not necessarily about, um, you know, the making the most money. It's, it's really, oh. it's. Oh, you uh, muted yourself there. Yeah. Sorry. There you go. Good. Okay, go ahead. Oh, that's good. Okay, sorry. Um, you know, it's it's really it's really not only about making a lot of money. It, the main focus is really our guests. Yeah, that's that's really the main focus because our guests have the choice of choosing to come to your establishment or to go somewhere else. If they choose these days really to come to you, wow, that that's that's something that really deserves acknowledgement, right? And so this is what why I do what I do first and foremost is for people to really enjoy to really let loose to really like, you know, be in this environment and have a great dinner and have a nice glass of wine or a beautiful meal and just talk to whoever they're coming in your establishment with to just let go of their problems. And you as the service team, you can help to make this experience even greater because people will remember you. They will say, oh, you know, I would like to sit in Jana's section today. Or, you know, is she is she working today? I, I want to, you know, I want to make yeah. sure that that or sure. this waiter or, you know. And so that's how you create your own, your own, if you will call, you know, VIP base for yourself. Because the people will recognize you. People will remember you. Definitely. Definitely. Well, and since you touched on there, I do... Share a story when I was in uh, food service and uh, was a, a, a barback. So I was helping run waters to a table. Uh, mm -hmm. I had a tray, eight waters, um, started grabbing. My training wasn't as great to uh, handle eight glasses of water at once. So I got a couple off and then the whole thing all over the table. Not a pretty moment. I had to grab the manager. And um, yeah. I mean, the, the guests were very nice about it, at least. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, what, can you share a, a story that you had, whether from uh, um, one of your class, uh, people in your class, or um, from yourself, personal experience of a, a fun story like that? Ooh, you're throwing me up there for a loop. A fun story. <laughs> oh. uh, you know, I, I think the only thing that I do remember, which I tried not to do ever again, is when I really started off in this business and really interacted with people, and people really or guests had asked me something where something is around the hotel, or I don't remember exactly where is the theater or where where is the nearest a shopping mall or something something, and I really had no idea because I literally never been on that side of town prior to working at that establishment, yeah. and so I, I, I you know, I. I just didn't know exactly. So I, I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I don't know. And my manager overheard that. And he kind of like coached me on, listen, regardless if you know or if you don't know, you will never, ever say that to anybody. 
Yeah. You will always say, you will be honest and you can say, I'm so sorry, I cannot answer that question. However, but I will find out for you. Where can yeah. I find you at the hotel? Are you at the lobby? You know, are you at the bar? Can I call your room in like five minutes? I will find out. So maybe that's something that I remember from myself because it's, you know, like really wanting to go the extra mile for the guests, really wanting them to get the answer that they're looking for. And it shouldn't matter if I'm a guest and I'm asking a receptionist or if I'm a guest, I'm asking the pool attendant, everybody should have the same knowledge. You know, everybody Perfect. should be really cross-trained amongst the whole establishment to really understand, oh yeah, we, we do have gluten-free bread in our restaurant, even though you don't work at the restaurant, you know? Oh yeah, I, I do know of a theater that is close to the hotel, even though you are, let's say, you know, the florist that works at the, at the florist shop in the hotel. Like it's, it's stuff like that that I really took with me to heart because it's imperative to know your establishment. What is it about? What is around you? Where is the closest anything? Because guests will ask at times. And it doesn't, it doesn't make a good impression to say, I don't know, you know? Yeah. Well, and your answer yeah. is perfect. Exactly. It, it is that it's that response of, I may not know the answer, but I'm going to find right. out the answer for you. And that, yeah. that's what hospitality is, right? It's not exactly. saying, oh, I don't know. Hey, well, good luck to you. I hope you find it. Right. You know, that, that's <laughs> that's not going to make a water return. Yeah, exactly. Right. So mm -hmm. um, transitioning back, sorry, I, I meant to touch on this earlier. For the hiring aspects right now, you know, as you touched on, a very, very huge piece of the industry right now is trying to find people. Um, you know, whether you look at the Senate hearings that are going on right now, that um, you know, that, that discussion's happening in real time of people saying, hey, our industry is struggling. Hospitality itself cannot find staff, um, and you know some of the feedback has been very candid that I've you know heard from some of the leaders being that um, at times they feel like they're competing with you know industries that they shouldn't be competing with uh, for sure. for bodies to get to work. Um, sure. What thoughts recommendations would you have for those that are in the world of trying to hire and trying to replace people? I mean, one thought is definitely, you know, when whenever you are in this position and you really don't know where to turn, it's always good to consider to get somebody in your boat that can maybe just help you look for a staff, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody nobody can guarantee you anything. Nobody can guarantee you, oh, if you hire me, I will put a team for you. To, you know, like nobody can, yeah. nobody can do that. But if you do have somebody in your corner that knows what you're looking for and can help you with the interview process, that can help you go out there, that can help you interview and find good people yeah. by even just collaborating with other restaurants that they work with together. You know, I mean, for me, it's easy. I can call like 10 restaurants right now and find out, hey, this, I need this, I need this, I need that. Okay, mm -hmm. I know this and this, person, you know, yeah. but if you're not connected like that, then it's a little bit difficult. But that that will be maybe one recommendation of really just trying to do your best to in advertising, you know, advertise at the good spots, you know, yeah. put 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 ads out there. Talk to your fellow restaurant owners. Talk to your fellow hotel owners. Talk to people that used to work with you. Just call them. Just give them a call. Hey, do you know anybody? I'm looking for this and this. You know, the more people are knowing what you're looking for, the more you help yourself for that flow to come to you. And then, you know, like myself, we can help. We can help with any of that. We, we can just collaborate and get together and really look what staff you need. And I can help you find good people. And the, the other thing is when you do have people right now at this moment, regardless of how many, just please treat them with care, you know, and really treat them with care. And I'm not saying you need to do what they're saying in order for them to stay at your place. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that Make sure that you collaborate with your team. Whatever team you have at the time, sit sit together with them. 
let them speak to you. Let them give you their thoughts on how things could be more beneficial to them working on your floor. Because sometimes mm -hmm. the more brains come together, the more ideas will flow, right? And if you think you need to do it all by yourself and you're the owner and you're the investor and you got to figure it all by yourself, it's okay. You don't have to. It's fine. Yeah. Like we, we all in this together. Everybody struggles with anything, maybe not with that, but maybe it's something different. And the more we are transparent and open about that and the more we really understand that the staff that we currently have is deserving to, to be treated you know, with respect and care and honor and love, that that will come to you. You will draw that to you automatically. Yeah, no, on this program, you touch on it exactly. It's, you know, we're all in this together. So it is definitely right. one of those uh, mentalities as leaders, as long as we keep that in mind and we know that I may be having a bad day, um, but maybe, you know, I shouldn't project that on my team. I mean, vice versa, if one of my right. team members is having a bad day, maybe I can help turn that day around. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things yeah. we, all, we all face challenges in life, both, uh, you know, um, at work Especially as well as now. at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So definitely with the, with that going on. Um, but I think mm -hmm. you touched on another great point, though, when it comes to the hiring aspect is looking at our network. You know, I think a lot of us, um, I mean, when I've been in hiring positions, I don't typically look to my network and say, oh, hey, um, I'm trying to fill this role. Do you know anybody? Um, right. Or post it within that. But um, I mean, you know, you're right. It's picking up the phone, calling your other uh, restaurants, hotels, people you know in the industry saying, hey, this is the role I'm looking to try to fill. Do you know anybody? I'm right. getting recommendations. Um, but beyond that, too, I've seen um, from the Facebook groups I'm part of, a few different hospitality groups that I'm part of, postings in there of people saying, hey, I have this job I'm trying to fill. Do you know anybody? Uh, are you, you know, is anybody in the group interested? Um, so things like that, using social media networks, uh, it's using um, any of those connections you have really to to see where you can you know take advantage of it and get some get some good talent into your mm -hmm. hotel or your restaurant for sure. yeah, and not on, not only that, but you can also ask your team, your current team that you have. you know you can yeah. collaborate with them and say, hey, look, this is what we need. I, I mean, fundamentally, if I'm an owner of an establishment and I only have I'm just throwing numbers out there, ten people right now, but I really need twenty, why don't I just use my staff help? And ask them, hey, you know, you have social media, you have Instagram, you have Facebook, you you have friends and family. Is there somebody yeah. that is from the industry that is looking for a job, you know, or wants to be trained in this position to become maybe a waiter or to become maybe a host or or maybe have the passion for hospitality but never needed to do that before COVID? But yeah. COVID kind of threw everyone and everything left and right. And people now, you know, I mean, I, I just had Zoom meetings where people told me that they've been in corporate America over 25 years and they left oh, wow. their jobs to just go camping. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard a lot of people just change, having those life changes. They're making those transitions yes. and changes and switches. And, yeah. But, you know, to your point, I have, have uh, people I know who have been customer service agents who have now transitioned into hospitality. Um, where mm -hmm. they worked at maybe a restaurant or a different role that wasn't quite a hotel environment where they wanted something that was a little more, um, I mean, I'd say a little more uh, guest facing in a more controlled environment in a world where right. you're doing different things. So uh, transitioning, you know, to that or going from, uh, you know, the um, fast food place to a, you know, starting out at a restaurant to your point, it's filling those positions that now, you know, we need somebody to jump in there. We need somebody who has customer service experience. So it's really taking yeah. your background and knowing that you can really transition to a lot of different ways. And it's been vice versa. A lot of people in hospitality have taken their background and tried to reinvent themselves into roles outside of the industry um, by doing right. the very same thing of how do I translate my skills and experience 
um, into this new role and this new opportunity. So definitely a lot of yeah. that going on. Or to your point, sure. just going camping all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the more the more we are collaborating and the more we are really allowing people like myself to come in and help and just mm -hmm. not even take over because I'm not trying to take over anybody's vision. You know, I'm, that's that's right. not what, what this is about. This is about your vision that you had originally when you first opened your doors and things go left and right. And it happens for everybody. But, you mm -hmm. know, the, the more the more people allow other people like myself or like you or, you know, people that are really made this their life journey, wanting to educate and help and just stay in this beautiful world of hospitality. You know, if, if the more we give those type of people the opportunity to come in and just guide us and, and help us out of this little jump, everything somewhat maybe not be the same. And that's OK. It's going to yeah. be better. You know, it's going to be so much cooler. There's so many more cool things out there that we thought before COVID. Very true. Very true. And then, John, on that actually happy note right there, we're, we're coming up towards the end of our time. I wanted to okay. see if you have some uh, uh, topics to share, sorry, some thoughts to share uh, to wrap up and uh, give everybody something something exciting, positive, and uh, something to, for them to take back with them afterwards. Yes, you know, to me, what's exciting is is to understand that everything that we do for each other, regardless if we're in hospitality or in any other job, if, if we do that really with a pure intention and it's really what we want to do and this is really what we're called to do, it's going to be okay. Regardless of what the reality really looks like and regardless how challenging it's going to be, fundamentally, if something was placed with inside of you, it's going to come to you. It's going to happen. You know, just keep going. Just keep going. Don't don't give up just because it looks you don't have staff right now. You maybe cannot pay your mortgage for your restaurant or your hotel. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Everything is going to fall into place. Just just stay with here. You know, just just remember that that dream, that passion that you once had wanting really for the sixth seat. And remember why you wanted to do it, too, because a lot of people forget why did they wanted to do what they first started to do right because you know life came in between or this or that or yeah whatever but yeah we you know dd hospitality is here to teach and inspire and help and uh, guide and you, you can you can call me i can have a virtual coffee with you we can have a glass of wine face to face we'll, we'll figure it out for you perfect we'll, we'll perfect. make you we'll make you stand out from the crowd yeah, well, that's excellent. I appreciate that. that's great, great advice, great pieces. I mean, you know, we got into hospitality. We're glutton for punishments. You know, that's what we, right. we all got here for because we enjoy it and we enjoy giving back. So definitely appreciate exactly. that. Um, and we'll include yeah. your information along with the podcast there. So if anybody wants to reach out, they definitely can. And uh, we, of course, strongly encourage it to your point, having a coffee, uh, you know, picking your brain and having that chance to connect is always worthwhile. Yes, and networking, yes so. absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you again for the time. I really appreciate you joining thank us you. and uh, having the opportunity to share a bit about your story, learn about your team uh, or about what you're doing there and uh, be able to share that with everybody else. So definitely, yes, thank, you, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. It was an absolute pleasure being here. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Thanks so much. All right. Well, have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.